Hi, I'm Tananzin Rendon, and this is my short story. It's called Amelia the Unselfish Witch, and it's about a girl named Amelia going on this adventure just to save her parents, even if it will put her life at risk. I had to cut off a few parts of the story so that it wouldn't exceed the six minutes, but I hope you like it. Our story starts off with a girl born on December 31st, 1976 in New Orleans. She was a witch, but what she didn't know yet is that she will become one of the most powerful witches in all history, just like her parents. Her parents were Derek Fox and Ashley Fox, two of the most powerful supernaturals. Ashley was a witch and Derek was a warlock. They were overjoyed when their daughter was born. They knew she was born with great power and will soon live up to the family name. Her name was Amelia Hale Fox. She was a nice, loving, helpful, and kind person. She always helped her mother clean the house and prepare food for her father, who works at a high school filled with normal people, humans. Life was good to Amelia, but soon she started to develop her powers at age six and her parents didn't know the first thing about teaching their daughter how to properly use her powers. So they decided to enroll her in the supernatural school they went to when they were young. Oak Hills Academy for the Gifted was the name. It was a school only for the supernaturals. There were vampires, werewolves, witches, warlocks, wizards, shapeshifters, hybrids, sirens, ghosts, siphoners, doppelgangers, onis, phoenixes, and banshees, and even more. And since then, Amelia has gone to the same school. She is now 16 years old, in grade 10, has long straight black hair, has green eyes, is about five feet and five inches tall. And even though she is nice to everyone, she does have a bad side if anyone annoys her or messes with her and the people she loves. Throughout the years, she has made many friends, but only has one best friend she confides in with and tells everything. And she is called Lindsay Vaughn. Lindsay is also a supernatural creature. She's a siren. She is about 5'4", has long wavy brunette hair, hazel brown eyes, knows how to dress, and is very beautiful. Lindsay is a type of girl who always gets herself into trouble. She is known as the troublemaker, and Amelia is the girl who always gets Lindsay out of trouble or talks her out of doing something that she knows will get her into trouble. Although Amelia has made many friends throughout the years, she did have one person who brought out the bad side of her and hates him for it. He is called Dylan. He is about six feet tall. 
He is a hybrid, which means he's half vampire and half werewolf. He has straight jet black hair, always wears black, has blue eyes, and is known as a ladies man. But he is also selfish, rude, self-centered, and loves to play tricks that will infuriate Amelia. Once he replaced Amelia's toothbrush with mayonnaise, and Amelia's breath stinked for the whole entire day. Amelia was embarrassed, but Dylan laughed at her. Amelia wanted to get revenge on him, but she decided to be the bigger person and not waste any of her time plotting her revenge. Another thing you should know about Dylan is that no one really knows a lot about him or his past. He's just some popular guy who likes to have fun, likes to go on adventures, and is always up for a challenge, and is like a magnet with the ladies. But even though he gets all the girls' attention, the girl he really wants doesn't want him, and that girl is Amelia. Now the year is 1992 and Amelia is all grown up. She studies hard, always practices her spells, and she uses her powers for good. Or if she feels tired to get up and get herself a snack, then she'll use her powers. And only uses natural magic from Earth. Good magic. Not dark magic. Even though she does know some spells, she decides not to use it. One day, while she was getting ready to start her day, the weather was nice, the sky was clear blue, the clouds looked like cotton candy, all big and fluffy, the birds were singing, and the sun was shining. She was in a good mood and ready for the rest of the day. When she was done getting ready, she waited for Lindsay outside her dorm because they both walked to class together. When Lindsay finally came out, Amelia said, What took you so long? Lindsay replied, Sorry, it's because I was trying to figure out what to wear because I fell asleep really late yesterday while doing homework and I was just in a rush. Okay, okay, let's head to class, Amelia said. They headed to class. They sat down next to each other in history class and as soon as Amelia turned around, she saw Dylan sitting right behind her. She turned back around and tried to ignore him, but he kept on talking to her in class and Amelia could barely hear what the teacher was saying. So she politely turned around and asked Dylan, Hey, can you please keep it down? Because there are actually some people in this class that would really love to hear what the teacher is saying. Thank you. Dylan quickly replied with an attitude. And what if I don't want to be quiet? What are you going to do about it? His response infuriated Amelia because she tries to be nice to him, but of course Dylan has to be Dylan and reply with an attitude. So instead of Amelia responding back to him, Lindsay being a good friend pulled Amelia's hand because she could tell that Amelia was getting mad got up from her seat, slapped Dylan across the face, and said, Can you be quiet now? The teacher said in a demanding voice, Miss Vaughn, 
report to the headmaster's office. Lindsay responded with pleasure. Lindsay walked past Dylan and headed to the headmaster's office. As soon as class finished, Amelia headed to her next class. And as soon as the class was about to begin, a peculiar girl walked in and asked for Amelia. The teacher said in a loud voice, Amelia, the headmaster wants to see you. Everyone was shocked. They all turned around and stared at Amelia. Amelia was shocked as well. She stood up from her seat and walked towards the door, but as she walked, she wondered, What did I do? Am I in trouble? Have my grades gone down? Does it have anything to do with what happened earlier about Lindsay and Dylan? When Amelia arrived at the office, she was terrified, nervous about what would happen. But she got it together and walked in. As soon as she walked in, Miss Briggs, the office lady who was a vampire, looked at her straight in the eyes. She gave Amelia the dead eye look, her specialty. Amelia slowly put her head down and walked past Miss Briggs quickly. She knocked on the headmaster's door. He said, Come in, come in, come in. She slowly opened the door and said, You asked for me in a, nerv- in a nervous voice. Yes. Yes, come in, take a seat, pointing to a chair in front of his desk. She walked in, closed the door, and sat down. Amelia could feel her hands getting sweaty. Her heart was racing, and could feel the office getting smaller and smaller. The headmaster said, You won't take long, but I'm afraid I have horrible news to tell you. But first, before I tell you the news, I want you to stay calm, please. Amelia's heart stopped. She hoped that whatever came out of the headmaster's mouth wouldn't be that bad. She said, what is it, headmaster? The headmaster took a deep breath in and read it out. I am sorry to inform you that your parents have gone missing since last night. Amelia zoned out in shock. She remembered about the last time she saw her parents. They were in a car, heading to the school. Amelia was happy. So were her parents. They asked her, So what are you excited about this year? She replied, I don't know. I just hope that this year the teachers don't give me too much homework and that Dylan doesn't bother me as much anymore. Derek, her father, said, Don't worry, Dylan won't bother you. And if he does, just tell me. I can teach him a thing or two about respecting my little girl. Amelia and her mom laughed. She said, yeah, sure. Amelia, 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 the headmaster said. Amelia snapped out of it. You could see a tear running down her cheek. She quickly rubbed it off and tried to hold in the tears. But her emotions got the best of her, and she cried. She was shattered. She couldn't believe what she had heard. I would like to take the rest of the day off, please, Amelia said, while still shedding tears. The headmaster nodded. Amelia stood up and grabbed a tissue and wiped her tears before she left the office. She corrected her posture, put on a smile, stood up tall, opened the door, and left the headmaster's office. 
She headed to her dorm, down the hall, and took a right. Luckily, no one was in the hallway because class was in session. So no one could notice her eyes turning a little red from all the crying. She opened the door to her dorm, sat on her bed, and cried. She let out a big scream of anger and frustration, but then continued to cry. All of a sudden, the weather outside changed. It went from all sunny, birds singing, to raining and a huge thunderstorm. Amelia noticed and asked herself, am I doing that? She ignored that theory and continued to drown in her tears. Later that day, Amelia woke up because of someone knocking at her door. warn you that if you choose to save your parents and follow the map, you will be putting your own life in danger. Now, you will only have three days to save your parents. If you don't succeed, then your parents are dead. You hear me? Dead. Learn protection if you choose to save your parents, because the path you are about to take will be full of surprises, maybe good or maybe bad. Amelia knew what she had to do. Her parents meant the world to her, and if she loses them, then who will take care of her? Who will be there for her? And who will be there to watch her grow up and get married and have kids? Amelia knew she had to save her parents, even if it meant putting her own life at risk. Nothing could change her mind. Amelia quickly grabbed her backpack and put a spell book inside, just in case. sleeping potion and the map inside as well. Amelia opened the door, looked to the left, then to the right, and saw no one. 
She stepped out of her dorm and closed the door, remembering to be extremely quiet. She chanted and ranted in Bizakwen, in a low voice, which made her invisible. She headed downstairs and noticed that Dylan was still up and running around the hallways. She wondered why is he still up? super speed and asked, now where are you going, Amelia? Amelia stayed quiet. Dylan said, I would hate to go to the headmaster's office and tell him that you are breaking the curfew rules. Amelia rolled her eyes and turned around to look at him. You wouldn't dare. Dylan responded with feisty. Want to find out? Dylan could tell that he had a nerve and Amelia was getting angry. If you must know, the reason I'm breaking curfew is because my parents went missing. And just a few minutes ago, I received a box with some weird and helpful information on how to get my parents back. Dylan said, Wow, that is weird. But do I care? No. Amelia rolled her eyes again and was about to walk away, but then Dylan grabbed her by the hand before she did and said, Fine. Sorry. I'm just really bored. Amelia turned around and thought, and a thought came across Dylan's mind and said, So, I won't tell the headmaster that you're breaking curfew if I come with you. Amelia looked at him with a serious, straight face and said, Are you kidding me? Why would you want to come with me? Dylan said, Didn't you hear me? I'm bored. I want to have some fun. Oh, and did I forget to mention that this little trip will put my life at risk, Amelia said. No, you didn't, Dylan said. But I could be a use of help. Amelia took off her backpack and handed it to him. Dylan opened it and looked shocked. Hmm. You were saying, Dylan? Amelia said. Dylan replied, fine, but I'm still going with you, and if you say no, I will go to the headmaster's office right now and tell him everything you just told me. Amelia said, fine, but I take the lead. Dylan agreed, and they both left. They walked for hours, or so it felt like it. Dylan kept asking, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And Amelia at the dark forest, Amelia said, we're here. What? I'm not going inside there. Are you crazy? Dylan said in a nervous voice. Amelia replied, fine, you can go back. I'm warning you, it's a long walk back to school. Dylan rolled his eyes and said, fine, but you go first. Amelia replied, that was the point. I lead and you follow the dark forest and could feel dark magic. She could feel the loneliness of the, of the forest and wondered, 
what animals they would fall upon. The forest looked dark, lonely, depressed, evil, and it felt like danger. Amelia grabbed a wooden stake and said, Fismatos Incendia, which is a spell for fire. Amelia kept holding the only source of light and followed the map. But only once they got to the middle of the map, Amelia could feel something dark getting closer and closer. Amelia looked up and saw a black dragon, but not a normal dragon. She saw a specific type of dragon known for bringing death to humans and supernatural beings. Amelia told Dylan, Get down! cast a protection spell on Dylan herself. She grabbed her spell book out of her backpack and tried to look for a powerful spell to overpower the dragon and be safe, but couldn't find one. Dylan said, Amelia, what are you doing? This is no time for reading. We are in the middle of life and death, and you are reading? Amelia yelled, quiet! Then remembered in class, she learned the dragon is defenseless against water. So she said, I'll go my teeth, and shooted water from her hands. The dragon felt the cold water on its skin. He could feel his skin burning, so he fled. Dylan looked at Amelia, and Amelia said, Well, well what? Dylan said, confused. You're supposed to say thank you, Amelia said. Oh, right, thanks, Dylan said. Thanks? That's all you have to say? Not thank you, Amelia, for saving me from that awful dragon? Amelia walked away and continued on the path on the map. Dylan catched up to her. Sorry, I'm just not used to saying thank you because no one has ever done anything nice to me before. For a moment, Amelia actually felt sorry for Dylan, but also thought it could be a joke or something, so she ignored it and continued walking. To not make things awkward, Amelia asked, So what are your parents like, Dylan? But it made things more awkward for Dylan. Remember how no one knew anything about Dylan's past? That is because he was abused and neglected by his own father. His mother wasn't the world's best or perfect mother at all. She would just watch how Dylan's father would beat him up for no reason and barely protected him at all. His parents thought of him as a disappointment, a disgrace, and a useless, weak boy. When Dylan left for school, that is the only time he would actually be happy and get to do whatever he wanted without getting a black eye or having bruises around his body. But Amelia never knew that, so of course, it was just a sensitive topic for Dylan. So he just made up a lie. Um, my parents, you know. We're just like any other parents, loving, caring, and amazing, Dylan said, trying to sound normal. Oh, well that's funny, Amelia said. Just a few more miles. Or do you want to stop walking and get a good sleep? I want to stop walking, but where will we sleep? Dylan asked. You're looking at it, Amelia said, pointing to the dirt, to the dirty ground. What? Are you trying to kill me? I will not sleep on the ground, especially because it's dirty and filthy, Dylan said in, in an attitude. Fine, suit yourself, Amelia said. She looked at her hand, and a stupid magically appeared. Dylan said in shock. 
What? That's not fair. You have magic. I'm just a vampire and werewolf who doesn't have magic. Fine, Amelia said. She made another sleeping bag appear just for Dylan. Dylan had a smile on his face, and both Amelia and Dylan went to sleep peacefully. The next morning, both woke up in disgust because Dylan had his arm around Amelia and Amelia actually liked it. They both said, Yuck! They got ready and continued the path. Dylan noticed that they were going in circles and started to argue with Amelia. And eventually, one thing led to another and ended up not speaking to each other for the rest of the path. All of a sudden, something caught Dylan's eye from the other side. Something glowing, shiny. So without letting Amelia know where he was going, he followed the shiny light. When Amelia said, Can you stop here? I'm getting tired from all the walking, and turned around. She noticed that Dylan was no longer with her. She wondered, Where could he have ran off to? Why didn't he tell me? Doesn't he know that it's never okay to split up in a place named the Dark Forest? She sat down and did a locator's belt to find him. She rolled out the map on the ground, grabbed a piece of his hair from the sleeping bag, and cut her hand because she needs to use her hand with the blood for the spell to work. <clears throat> she saw that Dylan wasn't that far, only a mile away. So she followed the blood and found Dylan lying on the floor. She ran up to him. Dylan! 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 Amelia cried. She was hoping for him to respond, but he didn't. She saw the glowing, shiny light too, and unlike Dylan, she knew what the monster was. It was a spirit, but an evil one that hated seeing the light because it was the only thing that killed him. So, Amelia tried the fire spell. The smoke was incendiary, she said, but it didn't work. She looked up and noticed a little bit of sunlight coming from the sun. So she did a spell that let the sunlight shine more brighter. She could control the sun. So she pointed it to the spirit, and the spirit started to lose its glow and died. When the spirit was gone, Dylan woke up, and Amelia was relieved to see his pretty face again. Dylan, Amelia said. What? What happened? Dylan said, all confused. I just saved your life. Again, Amelia answered. Why would you do that? Why would you risk it all for me? Why didn't you just let me die? Dylan said. Don't say that. Why would you want to die? You still have a family that cares for you and would be shattered if something happened to you. I know I would. Amelia said. Wait. You care about me? Dylan said, with a little smirk on his face. No, I didn't. You heard wrong, Amelia said, trying to cover up the fact that she did actually say she cared for him. Dylan giggled a little. Don't do that again. You had me worried. Something bad could have actually happened to you, Amelia said seriously. I wish something bad would have happened to me, Dylan said. Why? Amelia asked. Dylan finally told Amelia the whole story about his father, his mother, and didn't leave anything behind.
Amelia was actually sorry for her. She moved in close to Dylan and hugged him. Dylan cried for the first time. Amelia could see that he wasn't bad after all. He just needed someone to be there for him. Dylan stopped crying and got up and said to Amelia that they should continue. They followed the map and all of a sudden he ran into an army of evil vampires that were more than 200 years old and one of them caught Amelia by the throat and threatened to kill her. Dylan didn't surrender, but Dylan said, you can do whatever you want with her. She doesn't mean anything to me, and turned around. The vampires were confused as to what had just happened, and Amelia tried to say, Dylan, help me please. You know me after how many times I have saved you, but couldn't. Dylan walked away, leaving Amelia there to die all alone. But then, all of a sudden, he came back in his wolf form and attacked all the vampires. He had just saved Amelia's life, and Amelia was truly thankful that he had came along with her. Dylan said, You silly witch, you really thought I would leave you after the number of times you saved me? No, I didn't. Amelia smiled a little bit. It was the last day of Amelia and Dylan were closer than ever, and they had just defeated vampires, evil spirits, dragons, and the darkness of the forest. Dylan had finally kissed Amelia, and Amelia actually liked it. Amelia blushed for a little bit, and then they continued to walk, holding hands. I knew Dylan had finally gotten the girl of his dreams, and Amelia had finally gotten her first kiss, and might have actually ended up having feelings for Dylan. The bad boy who was never really bad or evil, he was just misunderstood. Who would have thought that the enemies would soon turn into lovers? Anyways, Amelia and Dylan finally arrived at the end of the map, but it wasn't what they were expecting. Amelia had found the house rather strange and familiar. It had lines around the house, a map that said welcome, but beware of evil spirits, and didn't look abandoned, but cleaned. They entered the house. The first thing Amelia noticed was her parents standing straight and tall. They didn't look petrified, scared, or even looked like they needed saving. But Amelia still went to them and gave them a big hug. Amelia asked, What happened? How did you guys go missing? Who took you? As soon as she said that, the headmaster, Mrs. Briggs, and some of the teachers came out of nowhere. Amelia and Dylan were confused about what was going on. What are they doing here? crossed their minds. The headmaster explained that all of this was planned. Now, Amelia, I know you might have some questions, but before you ask me, just know that this was a test, a trial, to see how powerful you really are, and to see the full extent of your powers. Your parents informed me that you were struggling and that you weren't too confident about your powers, and they searched to question if you could actually live up to full name, and might say that you, Amelia, are one of the most powerful witches I have seen. With your determination, ambition, bravery, and kindness, you were able to save your parents, even if it meant putting your own life at risk. 
As soon as Amelia heard those words, she knew who was approaching and knocked on her door and left the box in front of her door. The end. Witch. I hope you liked it and learned something about the short story. And I'm sorry that it actually exceeded six minutes.